We're going to continue to look in Joshua. And we want to look at the heart. In Joshua 11.10, and I want to also include here chapter 14, verse 8. 11.10 and 14.8. As Joshua examined the people that he was responsible to for God, God had given him the leader of these people, and he's looking at these people, and he makes a statement. He says, people with hard hearts are devoted to destruction. That is a very, very strong verse. See, when my heart is hardened towards God and the things of God, the outcome will be destruction in my life. What do you do when you maybe have a family member or a good friend that has a hard heart and you know what's going to happen because God says it will happen they will have destruction well the Word of God says his word is like a hammer and it can break a hard heart and I'm not saying hammer people with the word they resent that but if you can Share with them. Pray that God would give you the right verse or the right words to say that could reach a hard heart. And you may need to pray. And, and some people have prayed this, that they've held on and tried so hard to protect a son or a daughter uh, from the direction they were going. And they're slipping through their fingers and they can't control them and they begin to worry and fret and all kinds of things because they begin to see all of these choices they're making which are really against the Word of God and this is a hard thing to do but I can tell you what you really need to do and it needs to be an act of your will you need to Take that person and give them to God and say, God, whatever you have to do to bring them to yourself, I am willing for that. Because the reason a hard heart is so devastating is because all choices are made about themselves. What they want happiness, how they want to feel, all this stuff. And they're looking in all the wrong places. And give God the freedom to do whatever he needs to do to bring them to the end of self. And we've known parents that have prayed that and watched terrible destruction coming upon their loved one. And yet the end result be that God will bring them to the end of self. We just heard a wonderful testimony today. I disciple people before I go to work and uh, sharing of a person who is 
hopelessly losing the battle with the body. You know, just an alcoholic, they're mean and making life miserable for everybody around them. They use people to um, help them to do what they want to do, which is wrong. There are some people that are enablers, and they prolong the judgment of God coming on the person's life because they step in and soften the blow that God is doing rather than letting God bring him to the end of self. And this person had been going down this road for a long time. And the family is concerned. They prayed for this person over and over and over. They did all kinds of interventions and all that type of stuff. And nothing worked. Temporarily, yes, but not permanently. And just yesterday, the person called and was at the end of themselves and was willing to go to a wonderful Christian place for 18 months of intense drying out, prayer, Bible study, a tremendous place. And every time they suggested it, they blew it off, they would never go there. It's too religious or too this, too that. And yet they've come to totally the end of the rope. There's holding on by a thread and they cried out, I'll, whatever I need to do, and I know this is what God wants me to do. I've been fighting it for years, but I will go there. So don't give up. You know, bring them before the Lord again and again in prayer. There are burden, a real burden on your heart, so cast your burden to the Lord. Worrying about them, intervening in all which kinds of ways, giving them money or whatever, all bailing them out of this and that situation. It's not the answer. The answer is they must be broken before the Lord. And the Lord will heal that broken heart. And the Lord will answer your prayers. And then I love um, 14.8. At 85 years of age, that's five years older than me, Joshua said a beautiful statement, I fully follow the Lord. What a tremendous testimony. When you come into the senior years, or whatever you want to call it, of life, could you make that statement, I have fully followed the Lord I, w I can't say that. There are times I follow the Lord very closely and other times I made choices without really praying about it or getting direction from God and, and they were wrong choices. I remember one of the wrong choices I made. I wanted desperately to have a new car. Never had a new car in my life. And so I went and got one on time. Ugh, you know. <laughs> Jesus said there are three tests of wrong investments, moth, uh, rust, and I can't forget, and thieves. Now worried about thieves breaking in, but I'll tell you, when you buy a car on time, you are buying rust. And especially if you live close to the ocean or in areas where there's a lot of snow, there's no way you can prevent it. The car will begin to rust. 
And I want to share with you, I learned something very, very clearly from that wrong choice. That the new car smell, the new cars have a nice smell on them. They have something they put in there to make them smell like that. That the new car smell will go away long before the payments. And, you know, charge now and pay later is not a good lifestyle. I learned my lesson the hard way. And um, I trust that you have learned it the hard way. I believe that if instead of borrowing and paying interest, that if this is God's will for me, God can provide ahead of time rather than getting myself in a financial bind and wanting God to provide after I made a wrong choice. Remember, we owe no man anything but love. So you have a debt of love to every single person on planet Earth. And if you have a person in your life that you're saying, oh, Dr. Logan, I cannot, there's no way I can love that person, then what you do is you make a prayer and you say, God, love that person through me. God loved you and God loved me when we were sinners. And God did not turn away. He kept loving us. If you turn your back on God and walk away from Him, He'll love your back. And God will keep loving you, hoping with little ways and things to get your attention that you'll turn around and let Him love your face. I want you to know we love you and thank you for watching. And we hope this has been a help and encouragement to you that at the end of your life you could say, you know, as best as I know how I've tried to do that which pleased the Lord. And you know, the more you get on the other side of life, the more you think about, you know, maybe today, maybe I'll never finish this, or maybe this is my last day because he said we could live three score and ten, that's seventy, and I've lived ten years longer. And I, I thank God he's allowed me to live longer so I could do these insights from the Word of God that I have written in my journal down through the years. Bless you.